Peace, love, blessings to you, my beautiful people. Welcome back to the Spirits and Poetry Podcast and Frequency. I am your host, Jorge Quintana. This episode is titled, The Weight of Ambition. If you want to support this podcast and help this, you know, frequency grow, please rate and review on iTunes. It means so much. Those of you who have rated and reviewed, I see myself slowly scaling up the, the algorithm. So please, please, please keep supporting. I appreciate all of you. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at The Spirits and Poetry. Check out my own Instagram as well. Of course, I always got a plug at Jorge Quintana Poetry. And that's the same ads as my TikTok. I'm back posting on TikTok after, after a little hiatus. And I'm feeling good. I feel really good about where my, where my creative work is going. And, and I, I guess to start, I, I want to I start with I've uh, I've put more emphasis in taking care of my sexual and creative energies. So there's a lot of focus being placed on my uh, my my sacral chakra. So this includes you know fitness. This includes getting my diet back you know to to a healthier place. This includes me me practicing my craft, me learning, stimulating my creative juices. And it's it's been it's been about ten days or so, and I'm already feeling more energized more alive, more, more, uh, I feel more vitality in my being, which is why this episode is titled The Weight of Ambition. It's, I'm, a, I'm an ambitious person, okay? I'm someone that has multiple dreams, multiple goals, and I have the patience and the work ethic to meet them. And, and, and off the top, it sounds like a great thing, but it also comes with a price. So let's just kind of start with, you know, ambition and just kind of start there. You know, first of all, this this episode is being recorded on the eve of the day that the Queen of England has passed. And I feel like the monarchy of England is a great example of ambition. The the state of England is a great example of of what happens when your lust, when your when your greed knows no bounds. And, and that's how we get colonization. That's how we get capitalism. That's how we got slavery. The greed, the, the wanting to build something so big. And oftentimes, that comes at the expense of others. And as we talk about capitalism, I've come to the conclusion, at least for me personally, that you need ambition in capitalism. In the state, in this political economic state that we live in, you need to have something driving you. You need ambition, you need a motive, you need a dream, you need to believe in something. In something that gives you the, the opportunity to better yourself, to grow, to master something. Why do you think we have such a, an emphasis on, on, on not being a loser, a scrub, you know what I mean? On, on, on someone that does nothing with their life. That's why there's so many people flexing on what they have. I see y'all 21-year-old homeowners in Texas, though, in Texas, not California. They're doing it in Texas where it's actually affordable. They're doing it in the Midwest. You know, they're, they're doing it in states where the cost of living isn't so high. And, hey, I'm not about to hate on you because to own a home is a great investment, okay? To own a home is a great investment. So I see y'all doing it. And, and, and there's such a, a resistance to being a, a quote-unquote loser on being someone that doesn't have ambition or initiative in this country. And, and keep in mind, this is a program thing. We're programmed to believe that 
or we're programmed to believe to equate productivity with being a good person, with being a, a, an active and, and civil, you know, servant to the country of being a good citizen. We're, we're programmed to associate productivity with something good because then you're a productive worker, right? You're, you're that mouse on the wheel for this country, you know, wherever you're working. We need these McDonald's workers to keep working. That's how we get our, you know, you know our, our, our McMuffins, you know, down here 24 hours a day. We need janitors, we need people picking fruits, and we need them to buy into the idea that by doing this, by having a job, right, you're paying your dues. And that's how we get all these little things like fruits, you know, clean bathrooms when we go out and about, you know, food at restaurants, food at a baseball game. And again, I'm not knocking people who do these jobs, okay? There was a time where I believed, hey, we don't need to have jobs, you know what I mean? You don't need to have a nine to five. But you know what? I'm not here to say what you need to do or not need to do. That's up, for, up to you to decide. And at the end of the day, whatever job you're happy with, that's okay. My mom loves being a janitor. She loves cleaning. She enjoys her job. Granted, when it's hot, it sucks. But my mom, you know, she, she be coming from home. She's not drained, right? She gets time for herself, time to chill. She's, you know, she's working with not a lot of people around post-pandemic. She loves it. So it doesn't matter whether your job's, you know, uh, an extravagant white collar, you know, millions of dollars a year job or whether it's something as simple like a janitor, right? Just cleaning, you know, offices, maintaining a, a clean space for people to do whatever they need to do. It doesn't matter. As long as you are sustained, as long as you have time to do whatever you need to do. And, there are, and, you, and you hear this story. There are people who have worked, you know, in fast food, in retail, who have worked as janitors, who have worked, you know, graveyard shifts, and at the same time use that income to fund their dreams, fund their hobbies, fund their ambitions. So you need a dream. You need ambition in capitalism. You need something that pushes you, that motivates you. At this point, it's a survival, you know, technique. It's not just to thrive, it's to survive because things are only getting more and more expensive. But that also means that you can charge a little bit more as time goes on. So now that we talked about why, why ambition is necessary, right, as we survive capitalism, as we survive these rising interest rates, let's also talk about the weight that comes with, with this hunger. Because it absolutely is a hunger. And I know very few people in my life who have an ambition very similar to mine. One is my good friend Anthony. I had him on the podcast. He's a grinder. The other one is a, a guy I went to high school with, Richard. Mans is, is he's a grinder. Okay, and what I admired most about Richard is he started off as, as a dishwasher in BJ's. And he worked himself up to a manager to the point where they were begging him to come back to help them. That's how good he is at whatever he does. And, and when I say that I know very few people with ambition like mine, I'm not saying that, you know, everyone else is, you know, a loser, not at all. But I'm talking about the people that are not satisfied until they get to the top. And guess what? Even then, it's not enough. I think of the character Ragnar Lothbrok from the show Vikings. If you haven't watched it, I cannot recommend it enough. And Ragnar Lothbrok is a, is a mythical character. Uh, there are some accounts to say he was real, or in fact multiple people, but more than anything, the character, the name of Loth Ragnar Lothbrok has taken on mythic proportions. And the show, well, first of all, it was the name Travis Fimmel, the, the actor that plays him, does an incredible job, like an amazing job with this with character, but this is a person who was unsatisfied with everything given. 
And this is a farmer that climbs up to the position of king. And guess what? He is still not satisfied. He conquers all these. He conquers England. And guess what? Then he sets his sights on France, on wanting to take Paris. He takes over damn near a whole country and it's not enough for him. Right. And when I think about my life, there are so many things I, I want to accomplish. And for me, when I, when, I, when I succeed in accomplishing something, I, I, I don't really celebrate it because I already have my eyes on what's next. And that's when we get into the, the concept of the weight of ambition, the weight of this endless hunger where, yeah, you need something to drive you. You know, Charles Bukowski said, find what you love and let it kill you. But oftentimes, I see people like me just lose their shit. I, th I think Kanye West is a great example of someone with a lot of ambition and a lot of hunger. And you see where his journey has led him. And his hunger for perfection, for knowledge, for that extra element of, of mysticism to, to, to open the doors for him to become all-powerful. Look at how he splintered. You know, I, I know people can talk about, for example, his diagnosis as being bipolar. And I, I don't know if he has any other diagnosis. Again, I don't follow his personal life. But look at the way he has splintered. I very much relate to that in my own journey, in my hunger, my thirst for knowledge. I splintered my mind. I have caused irreparable damage to my being that I am still, I am still uh, dealing with to this day. And that is often the consequence. I talked about, um, I talked about Odin uh, some episodes ago. I think it was in season three when I was talking about mythology and how Odin, he, he gave up his eye. He hung upside down from a tree with, I think it was a, I don't remember if it was a spear on his side, but he hung for, I think it was four days between life and death. He gave up his eye for knowledge. This idea that there are some of us that are willing to sacrifice everything for, for, for knowledge, for mastery, for, for that, to satisfy that ambition, to conquer the world. And that comes at a big price. Not obviously the physical of just giving up an eye, but giving up something essential. I was actually having a conversation today with, a, with someone I just met about how every emotion Everything comes from one original feeling, which is love. And everything else is a, is a corruption or a magnification of it. Hate comes from love. Envy comes from love. Greed comes from love. Ambition comes from love. Right? Oftentimes, whether you're motivated by greed, I would say that, you know, greed is a very interesting thing. It's one of the seven deadly sins, but I think that at a certain point, greed is a magnification of that survival instinct, right? The way, the way squirrels hoard. There is actually a, I think it's a mockingbird that makes a bunch of holes in trees and then fills it with acorns. And you end up with this tree filled with all these nuts for this one bird. Do they call that bird greedy? You know, is, do they say this bird is part of the 1%, right? There's all these animals starving, you know, you know with hunger, looking, hunting, you know, desperately for their next meal. And this one has a tree full of it, right? And so when we talk about ambition, ambition to me comes from the most pure feeling, which is we have a dream. We have something that we almost cannot live without, something that we, 
It's like a, a bright, beautiful, shining light. And all we want is to get to it, to touch it, to arrive to that epicenter. That's ambition. And the shadow of it is a lust, right? Something that, that clouds your vision to where you're no longer looking at a blinding light. You're just blind. You're walking around aimlessly, desperately trying to satisfy this feeling. Knowing that every time you obtain that which you say you want, there's always something better on the horizon. That's why they say the grass is greener on the other side until you have to water it. And carrying my ambition and learning to manage my ambition has been, has been a big challenge. Because satisfaction almost seems like a myth in, in capitalism. And especially if you live in, in very capitalist countries, the U.S., Japan, you know, Britain, you know, different parts of the European Union, just places where, where money is everything. And Europe is a little different where I, I know there are many European countries that have free health care, that have all these social services for people. But the U.S. is just a place that's so ruthless. And, and, and to survive in it, to thrive in it, you need to be equally ruthless. You need to be equally heartless. You need to, to hunger like no other. I think there's also been like a fetishization of, of the struggle stories, you know, like kind of like there was this movie, uh, The Art of Rap, making something from nothing. This obsession with artists who have had nothing and work their way up to the top. I feel like that also has become a, a very big, uh, a very, you know, favorite story of people where we all we we want to come from nothing. We will shun the people that will help us along the way. That's been a big obstacle for me in curbing my ambition, you know, accepting help, acknowledging that I need help along the way. For me, it's like, it's like I have the spirit of a jaguar, but I'm in the body of a wolf. I, I have a spirit of, of a loner, of someone who, who can do it very well alone, who prefers to hunt alone, eat alone, be alone in this darkness of forest. But the, the body I inhabit is a wolf. Yes, equally hungry, equally capable. But this is, is a being that hunts better in a pack. That thrives when there's teamwork. That can be a leader. But at the same time can learn to depend and trust others to, for, for community. And, and so for me personally, it's not just trusting others, right? Trusting people along this path and learning to accept health. But it's also being satisfied, allowing myself to be satisfied, not complacent, right? We're not talking about complacency where we allow ourselves to just stagnate. I believe that, that as human beings, as just spiritual beings, we, we, we are thriving the, when we allow ourselves to, be, to continuously evolve and grow and learn. I believe that we should all strive to, to learn something new every day, to learn a new skill, to learn a new fact, learn, just stimulate ourselves throughout. Because when I look at people who have lost that curiosity to learn and to evolve and grow, you just see the way they, they just rot away. The people that stay young, at least in my life, are those that are, that are always allow, allowing themselves to be open-minded, to try new things, right? To, to apply new skills. I've seen my mom go through this rejuvenation where if she even said it herself, the best times of her life were after she turned 40. Because after she turned 40, she really learned how to stop, you know, putting so much attention into what others think. Where she, she found more hobbies for herself, things to love. She's always looking out new ways to cook things, 
new recipes from different countries, mainly Mexico. Just don't get me wrong in other parts of Latin America. So, you know, she's not learned how to cook Indian food or anything like that. But it's, you know, a lot of Latin American cuisine. She, her garden has bloomed so beautifully. And, and, and I see the way she just she has fun. You know, she's always learning something new, new facts, whether it's about science, health, whatever it is. And family members of mine that just get older and older are those that don't care to learn anything. They go to work, they come home, they pay their bills. They don't care about about growing, about learning, about, you know, a hobby, nothing. They, it's like they die inside. And to me, I think a big thing is, is letting the child in you stop dreaming. To me, ambition is how the little boy inside me gets new toys. Now he has to work for him, right? Like now his toys aren't little action figures. They're cameras and, you know, recording equipment, you know, video software, things like that. And it's like, hey, you know, we can have them, but we just got to work for them. We got to, you know, sacrifice some time for them. But we need to have ambition, okay? You can take anything from this message. You need ambition to survive. You need ambition to thrive. The day you allow yourself to stop growing, the day you allow yourself to stagnate is the day that you just lose what it means to be alive. But at the same time, do not let your ambition rule you. Do not let your ambition control you. Do not let your ambition, you know, Ruin the taste of life and the sweetness of satisfaction and joy and accomplishment. Because the weight of ambition is heavy. But it is only by lessening our burdens that we can learn how to walk effortlessly and overcome whatever we need to overcome. Thank you, beautiful people, for tuning in. I, I appreciate y'all continuing. This is me holding myself to my discipline and recording this. Despite all the work I got to do, I say no. I owe this podcast episode because you so graciously tune in. And I want to put this effort in so that you continue to tune in. So that when I tell you, hey, can you please rate and review? You do it because you know I'm kicking ass out here. And I love you. I appreciate you. So please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Follow on Instagram at The Spirits and Poetry. Check out my own creative work on Instagram and TikTok at Jorge Quintana Poetry. And much love to you all. Till next time.